Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. You're listening to the Ballyhorah Country Podcast, where adventure, heritage and hospitality go hand in hand. Today's interview is compliments of Sharon Noonan from The Best Possible Taste and features Pat Mulcahy from Bell and Willem Estate in Mitchellstown, County Cork. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Patrick, tell me a bit about Ballin Willen Estate. Well, uh, the house where we are at the moment was built first in 1727 for the third Earl of Kings, and we bought it in 1985 as a ruin. And um, we're living here since, built up the farm from 16 acres now to 162, and we farm about 800 deer and about 350 wild boar for Ireland chefs, restaurants, and online sales to the UK. Back in 1985, was that the plan to actually have venison and, and wild boar to sell? Well, it was venison, first of all. And um, once we started researching all that, it took me all over the world to fi- find a suitable animal, a suitable size with enough meat on it. And then um, I always wanted to re-import wild boar because they were extinct for at least 500 years in Ireland. And that was the next plan then. You don't have an agricultural background, do you? Well, I came from a small farm in in, in West Limerick, actually. Okay. A very small farm, yeah. Whereabouts in West Limerick? Fina. Okay, very good. And you went to Dublin, did you? I did. I did. I was a young man. I was sent off to be a policeman. And yeah. then, I, then I became a horticulturalist. And, uh, so you were sent to do that? That that was what the family decided for you? Well, or did my, you have any interest my, in farming then? Oh, I did, because I was always working with farmers and my father. And we would go around killing pig, pigs for neighbours. And my mother was always making sausages and pudding with me when I was a child, even four and five years of age. We saw all that going on. And I suppose in a funny way, it nearly comes back to you when you get to the right old age of where I am now. So it must have been a bit of a dream come true whenever you discovered the estate here and, and you bought it and started to build it up. Because yeah, it, it was, is. it was. Because when you're young, you have loads of energy. And I still do. So I, I still have great energy, thank God. Uh, but um, there's a lot of work and a lot of maintenance. And, you know, it's an organic farm with animals. There's, there's a lot of physical work every day and looking after them and minding them and the butchering as well. You know, So it, it's a very busy place. Do venison and wild boar complement each other whenever it comes to husbandry or are they completely different? They have to be kept completely different really because um, the the large wild boar, uh, you know, there's just no competitors with them when it comes to fighting. And uh, then the big stags as well, like they're pretty aggressive as well. So they have to be totally separate. Okay. Now today you're hosting a visit. Tell me about the, some of the people that are here today. Yeah, we are, what we're doing is uh, we were last um, in... 2015, the 12th of February, we were 30 years in the venison business. And um, on the 6th of December last year, we were 20 years in the wild boar business. So we thought it would be a great idea for the 50 years to bring the chefs that we deal with around the country here for a day out, see what we do, work with us on the farm, move around animals, and then uh, savour our food products and savour our wine and just have a social day with them to say thank you for the business over the last number of years. And it is a very social day indeed because there's lots of different activities going on. There's some of them gone on a farm visit and I suppose maybe this is the first time that some of them have actually ever visited the farm. It's it's a a big thing to get the chefs to come and visit the farm and it's very important for us because they don't have much time. It's very important for us to to meet with them and uh, get them to the farm because then they can take the farm to to the restaurant, to the place 
and they'll have an image of the animals that they'll see here today, the food. And uh, we work very closely with chefs and I'd like to think we have a very good relationship with them. And that relationship must be nursed all the time. It's very, that, that's very important for us. And you've lots of lovely refreshments. Yes, we've... Um, Is this cider going have, past uh, me? Or? Very, very nice cider and uh, just a welcome hot drink with minimum amount of alcohol just to heat people up on the day. And then we have our own wines as well, which they'll be savouring as well in the evening time. Do you make cider here yourselves? No, John, my son John makes mead. Okay. Yeah, uh, which is a very old Irish drink as well. Uh, I don't get involved in the cider. We produce our own wine in Hungary and uh, we bring it in here then for... for for consumption on the premises and we have a bed and breakfast as well and you know, we cook meals at weekends for people for groups so wine and food you know they you have in my view you have to have both because they complement each other and it's it's a very nice follow on talk for people what kind of wine would you like with that and you know it's a very social thing and it, it's you know it's, it's for us it's very important it is well you mentioned wine from Hungary and it's not a country that a lot of people would associate with wine yeah, but um, all the Hungarian people have a rich culture in wine, just like, we'll say, in Ireland. Uh, there's a rich culture of, we'll say, food production and that, and all the old people produce their own food and all that. In Hungary, every man has his own wine cellar, and they're fantastic winemakers, and they make fantastic wine, mostly for consumption in the country and mostly for consumption themselves, but like wines that we have here, wine buyers, you know, we very knowledgeable people about wine would say that it, it, you know it, it would pass you know so see anything that they have had from France or anything like that it's, it's made the old way it's not organic but it's made the old principles with no sulfurs in it so you know lovely lovely and mild to drink last chance of a hangover well it's the sulfur you see which is a winemaker's medicine that's what does the damage mm-hmm. that's right yeah and tell me what about what sort of grapes what are the grape varieties we produce 14 there? varieties six reds six whites a dessert and a rosé so we go right across the spectrum we'll say the whites we'd have chardonnay two types uh, oak flavored and um, a clean chardonnay and we'd have sauvignon blanc uh, we have tramini um, Semillon, and then we have uh, Semillon de- dessert wine. In the reds, we have Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, and we have a cuvee of those three. We have Cake Francoch, Blue Franc, and uh, Pinot Noir. It's a very extensive list. It is, mm. and they're all very different. You know, uh, once you get used to it, the wine business, they are very different, like, you know. When you decided to branch into the wine business, was there a lot of research involved in that and different trips? Like, how did Hungary come about? Well, Hungary came about, first of all, we had to go there to get deer and wild boar. And then that, the wine led on from that. But, like, I would have great friends in Hungary over the years, all with their own cellars. And when I say their own cellars, they would maybe a couple of thousand bottles of wine for themselves. But with a rich knowledge of how, how to produce it properly. It's not mass-produced, you know. Yeah. And just one just kind of folded into the next over a period of time. You had a network of contacts there. And then uh, we'll say grape uh, harvesting is the very same to my mind as hazer harvesting. You know, it's, it's, you've got to have the weather for it. and you know, It's just another form of farming. I, people would consider it maybe a very lofty subject in business, but it's not. It's a type of farming. And it's simple, you know, it's, there's n- nothing magic about it once you get to know a bit about it. There's nothing much to know about it once you're doing d- d- ingredients or what you your proper ingredients. Do you spend much time out in Hungary? I do. Um, I do. Uh, and my children's been, you know, they're helping me manage things there at the moment. 
they're all grown up now, so they, they it, they're not part of the business as such. But in the summertime, they would go and you know help me a lot there when they get holidays and stuff like that. You're having a banquet now this evening, so I would imagine the wine, the boar, the venison is all going to feature on yeah, the menu. Yeah, it, it will all feature. We'll be starting with some charcuterie that I make myself. Uh, smoked wild boar and we have venison salami that will be followed on then by um, all the different cuts the wild boar chops uh, wild boar belly there'll be uh, roast steaks and the same with the venison there'll be a broad range of, uh, of food no vegetarians welcome there's actually there, there is actually i think uh, i think there's two or three vegetarians yeah. in the group yeah and uh, uh, paul is um, has a big range of veg on there that he's cooking in the for you. And uh, What's on the grill as well. Well, in the old days, the Falok Fia was where the Fia being the deer, where the um, the pit for cooking the deer. And we we did that burning for the last two days. It's lined with stone and lined underneath with stone. And then we put the product in and it cooks slowly. That's outdoors. Yeah. Everything that's been cooked yesterday is outdoors. On the 27th of January. So it's old traditional it's cooking methods. It's the old ways, yeah. Wow. So how many will sit down for the dinner tonight? Well, it's set for over 60, so... Uh, and you have a very special room down there that you're yeah, serving Yeah, it's an old hay barn converted uh, with a bake oven in it, uh, which gives out great heat. And uh, it's all candlelit. Uh, the walls are all... There's little holes in all the walls there. Little alcoves. The lights will go out at five o'clock and the only light will be candlelit. And do you find that this is somewhere where a lot of tourists come or do you also have a lot of local people that would frequent? Mostly tourists and groups of people who come for, you know, for something special. Our food is different. When people come, everything that they have is from the farm. It's all homemade. The bread is homemade, Miriam. And anything they'll eat is from the farm. The desserts, everything is all homemade. Well, as you celebrate such an incredible milestone, you must reflect on the past and probably look to the future as well. So what is your vision for the estate going forward? I suppose to, to keep it sustainable because it's, it's, it's difficult with an old house and, you know, a lot of animals and that. It's difficult. Um, you know, you have to have, you've got to be sharp to survive in farming now and you've you got to be working very hard. And I suppose if we have the health to continue to do that, uh, I love what I'm doing, you know, it's, it's very important for us. And uh, hopefully, maybe the young fella, he's an engineer, like he's, he's working up in Galway, but he helps me every weekend. So hopefully someday he'll have the energy to take it over, maybe. And if he's not, well then, that'll be that. Well, congratulations on the celebrations today, and thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure. You're very welcome. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Thanks for listening to the Ballyhower Country podcast. Ballyhower Country stretches from the northeast of Limerick to the northeast of Cork, bordering Tipperary and is flanked by the Ballyhower Mountains. The region boasts an impressive selection of accommodation options such as hotels, castles, B&Bs, self-catering and a luxury hostel, along with a multitude of activities and attractions for all age groups. Please log on to www.visitballyhowra.com for further information. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm.